Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Talking with Jet podcast. I'm so thankful that you're listening right now. I'm thankful that you chose to click on this episode. Before we even get into this, can I just say thank you for listening? I I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Um, I put out a poll on Instagram a few weeks ago to ask how many people are really listening to the audio podcast versus social clips nowadays because a lot of people are enjoying the quick content. So I was like, who would actually listen if I kept going with the audio podcast or do you just want to see social clips and there was a lot of feedback on like the audio podcast i was like okay bet okay we'll keep doing that and then you guys showed out when i dropped an episode the next couple days what i usually get in listens and audience was like doubled or tripled in the first three days and it was it was crazy so i just want to say thank you for tuning in thank you for sharing to people there's been a lot of people who i'm hearing are are finding this as a blessing people who are enjoying this and so i just want to give glory to god right now Uh, all glory to god and i just pray that he will continue to use this to reach you right where you're at so what i want to talk about today is about stewarding your lot it is about taking care of what god has given you what God has assigned you. It's about the times where we don't feel like doing something. It's about the times where uh, we feel called to do certain things in life or we have these goals and we seem to never carry them out. And why do those things fall short? So let's talk about that. As we're entering into a new year, there's a lot of goal setting going on. There's a lot of people who are uh, there's a lot of people who are trying to better themselves. And we use the new year as a point of contact for reset. And so we say, all right, it's a new year. What can be new about me? And we, we know the traditional stereotype is everybody gets a gym membership. They're working out, they're eating healthy. And the next thing you know, they're not. You know, the first couple months, the gyms are getting rich. And then after that, everybody starts to trickle off. They, they start to leave their memberships. They start to leave their motivation. And we wonder why this is. Something that I've been noticing about myself is I was always that person as well. I was always the person who had these goals, but his execution was not very good. And I'm noticing myself find more of a balance and more of a consistency with my execution now. And all I can equate it to is having a changed mind. There's a lot of things you want to do in life, but you won't do because your mind isn't truly changed to help you produce it. There's a lot of things you want to reach in life, but your mind isn't in the right place to get you there. And so we look at these people who are successful and these people who have all these things and these people who are doing all these things and we wonder, how are they doing that? I want to do that too. And we try to run at that same thing that they're doing, but we don't have the mind to actually do it. So what we're going to talk about is about getting our mind to that place. I think one thing that keeps us from getting our minds to a certain place of consistency is disappointment. I think that we oftentimes run towards a goal and we become disappointed with the lack of results that we're seeing. We become disappointed with the speed at which we receive results or feedback. Um, And so we get discouraged, we get disappointed, and then we give up. And there's something to just going towards something, just running at something relentlessly, going towards your goal relentlessly. There's something to trying to better yourself every single day relentlessly. And, And even when you don't see results, you're still going towards it. You're still walking. You're still carrying out those same habits. You're carrying out those routines. You're being changed in your mind every single day. There's growth that we can experience um, when we will just stick to it and stay the course. And I found this out in my faith walk. 
I found this out in my career. I found this out in every area of my life. When I just stay the course, even when I don't feel like it, that's when I see results. Sometimes you don't feel like spending time with God. Sometimes you don't feel like praying. Sometimes you don't feel like making space for God. Sometimes you don't feel like going to church, but when you do, you're better from it. And so we have to understand and identify the areas that make us better. We have to understand and identify the people that make us better. We have to understand and identify the habits that make us better. And when we understand and identify these things, we keep them close to us. We utilize them to our advantage no matter what. You make an effort to keep going to these places because they help produce growth within you. And those are seeds. You don't go to church and become the top tier pastor speaker after one sermon you listen to. You don't go to church and become the best Christian ever after one sermon that you listen to. But when you go to church every single Sunday, when you get in your word every single day, when you spend time with Jesus, you become more like Jesus. You get to you start thinking a different way. You start loving a different way. You start to get the word within you and it becomes a foundation. It becomes not just a seed within you, but now that seed has produced roots within you. And then it starts to spring up out of you. And now there's fruits in your life. Now people are seeing the fruits of the spirit that is coming from what is truly within you. And that is when you start to see this growth. But that is an accumulation. All of your habits, everything that you think accumulates. Everything that you do accumulates. This is why we go from temptation to walking out sin. This is how an evil thought turns into birthing sin. It's accumulation. That's why the Bible tells us to take every single thought captive and make it obedience to the knowledge of Christ. You take those little sinful thoughts, even at their little form, and you rebuke those and you reject them and you get them out of your mind. Because if you let that dwell within your mind, then it starts to grow. You, it grows and it sprouts and it invites more thoughts. And when you have all these thoughts, then they birth sin. Next thing you know, it's not just a temptation. Now you're looking for a way to get that temptation into the physical. You're looking for a way to actually exercise out what is constantly in your mind. So when we're watching these TV shows, when we're listening to these types of music, when we're entertaining these types of people on these dating apps constantly, we have our minds swarmed with something that is only leading us to destruction. And then as a result, we find ourselves in this place that we never wanted to be in in the first place. We're sinning. Now we're shameful. Now we're guilty. Now we're running from God. And you find yourself in these patterns. And so what you need to do is become changed in your mind. We have to start to backtrack. We have to uproot those seeds and those thoughts. We have to ask God to change our minds and change our hearts. We have to change what we're listening to. We have to change what we're looking at. We have to change what we're entertaining. And that is when we start to find growth. And that is when we start to see the right results. Everything you do accumulates. So don't abandon process. Don't abandon process. Process is your friend. Process doesn't look good. Process doesn't feel good. Process comes with pain. Process comes with timing. And process takes time. And, and you can't abandon process because every single thing that you're doing is accumulating. Every single time you go work out and you come home and you don't feel like you look any different and then you, you feel like eating that healthy food is just a waste of time. No, it's process. I think most of the time what you see is people lose weight and have a real transformation after a year, after two years, you see somebody really change. And yes, there's faster results. You see people really have this radical change uh, within a few months as well. But that's not always realistic. And that's actually not everybody's story either. That takes an intense change in your lifestyle and habits. 
And that's why people abandon processes because they go from this lackadaisical mindset to this very intense mindset of I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to eat perfect every single day. I'm going to go to the gym every single day. And then they find themselves failing. Your mind wasn't ready to go to that intense level of thinking and to go into that intense level of producing your mind wasn't ready for that yet and so you failed and then you think you're a failure no you have to build up your mind you have to accumulate the right habits you have to accumulate the right ways to think and you have to fortify and grow your mind to that place and to that level and then you can keep those habits when i started working out recently a few months ago it started off with two days a week and then it went to three days a week and then it went to four days a week and two days a week to my old self would feel like a waste of time. I feel like, all right, if we're going to work out, let's go all in. No, it started off something doable. And then you naturally are like, okay, well, two is easy. I can do three. Oh, three is easy. I can do four. And then you start to eat unhealthy in between. You're like, I'm working out all the time. I can eat a little of this. I can eat a little of that. And it's like, no, then you come to this place where you're like, why am I working out and eating bad? Let's do, let's, let's work out and eat good. And so you, you're coming, you're becoming this new person. What we're always doing in life is becoming a new person. We're, we're always growing and you can grow negatively or you can grow positively. And so you have to be conscious and aware of the habits that you're growing in. And so I have some great people around me who are helping me grow in the right habits. And that's the importance of your community and your environments as well. You need the right people around. You need to be in the right settings to help produce your growth. So just as we talked about the mind and accumulation, we're going to talk about timing. Everything in your life has an appointed time. I know this becomes hard to believe sometimes, but when you know how special you are to God, he has your whole life mapped out. He has this picture of you in his mind because he created you. He gave you breath in this life. He gave you a purpose. He created you with a purpose and you find out what that is in him. It says that our real life is hidden in Christ. And so when we come to Jesus, the way, the truth, the life, no one comes to the father except through him. When we come to Jesus and we get to know him and we get to experience the father's love and we get to experience the father's plan, we get to experience who we truly are. We get to experience the real life that is for us. And then he starts showing us things about ourselves that we never even knew. That's what I've come to find out as I've been living and walking life out with Jesus. And so you can find that out every single day for yourself as well. God, who am I really? Who did you make me to be? What's your plan for me? Why do I do this? Why do I think this way? And he is faithful to show you. And so everything that he has given you has an appointed time. There is timing to everything. And with that, it takes patience. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with your development. You have to be patient as your mind is growing. Your mind is learning a new way of thinking. Your mind is leaving old habits and picking up new habits. Your mind is being refreshed and renewed by God's presence as you walk with him. Your mind is being renewed as you start to choose things differently, as you start to push past what you feel like doing and start pushing towards what you know you should be doing. These little things are big things. We talked about accumulation. Those little habits that you're choosing is creating a strong foundation. You wreck the old foundation and you create new foundation step by step, piece by piece, choice by choice. And every little thing accumulates this solid foundation. And then you start to build on that. Working out isn't an issue for you anymore. Now you're just working out. Putting out the podcast isn't an issue for you anymore. Now you're just putting out the podcast. Writing a book isn't an issue for you anymore. Now you're just flowing. You're just writing the book because you have this strong foundation under you. Understand timing. Don't be afraid of timing. 
and don't worry about how long something seems to be taking. Everything will work together exactly when it's supposed to. You don't want to be anywhere premature. You want to be somewhere when you're supposed to be somewhere. You want to do something when you're supposed to do something. And that's when the thing usually comes, when God knows you're ready. You're ready. You're not going to mess this thing up if I give it to you right now. You're not going to mess up these finances if I give it to you right now because I've seen the way you've stewarded your finances gracefully. I've seen the way you've been intentional. So now I can actually trust you with this. You're not going to mess up that relationship if I give it to you right now because now I've actually seen how you've stewarded yourself, stewarded your heart and your emotions, stewarded your free time, stewarded your mind. I've seen the way that you've learned and now I can trust you with somebody. Now I can trust you with speaking to my children because I've seen the way that you have intentionally looked at the word. I've seen the discipline you've had. I've seen the humility and surrender that you've had. And I've seen the way that you take this seriously. And so now I can trust you to speak to somebody. I can trust you to lead a Bible study. I can trust you to start speaking on a stage because I've seen it. God has to see how you steward things. And he has to see that you're committed to process, that you're committed to growth, and that you're stewarding what you currently have steward what you have work your lot look over the area that god has given you that god has assigned you look over those dreams those goals those visions that calling in your heart that purpose that you feel like god i just feel like i'm on this earth to do this thing god i hate seeing people be brokenhearted and suicidal god my heart breaks for the people who are depressed god my heart breaks for the people who are anxious and, and I think I have an answer to that in my gift that you've given me. God, show me how to use that. As you start paying attention to what you're called to and what you feel your purpose is, as you just start working where you're at right now, God will show you the next steps. He will help you walk out those steps. He will help you walk out your purpose. He will help those things come to life at their appointed time. But you have to steward where you're at now. You have to become changed in your mind now. And you have to be committed to process now. There's two versions of us that are always at war. There's the flesh version of us, the one who is tethered to the world and loves all the things of the world, the one who dwells in evil, the one who is naturally evil. It's our flesh. It's the sinful version of us. And then there's the highest version of us, the spirit version of us, the one that God created, the one that God knows, the real us. And we can allow that one to emerge in this life when we live by the spirit. You can live by the spirit or you can live by the flesh. And we are supposed to put the flesh to death and its passions. It talks about the passions of the flesh. When the flesh is naturally evil, it is natural to you to do what is evil. It is natural to you to seek out things that gratify your flesh, that feed your flesh, that feed these earthly desires. It's not natural to live by the spirit, but to your spirit and the real you, it completely is. And so we have this war where we have to choose God every single day. We choose Jesus. We live by the Spirit every single day. And we say, though I'm thinking this thing and this feels like something I want to do, I'm putting it to death because it actually does not serve me. This thing is actually going to lead me into sin. This thing is actually leading me farther away from God. And I have to put that thing to death. And so a part of having a changed mind and, and having growth that accumulates in the right direction is having your spirit emerge and have power over your flesh. You're constantly divided in your mind and your actions and all of your ways when you are living in the flesh and in the spirit. You can't make positive progress 
in the flesh and in the spirit. You'll run in circles. You'll chase your tail. And then you don't have growth in your life. And then you never accomplish your goals. You never accomplish these dreams. You never walk out your purpose. And you sit around depressed and anxious. And it's nobody's fault but yourself. And no one wants to hear that. And it's okay because I know you think your time has passed. And I know that you think that it's not going to happen for you. But I'm just telling you today that if you would just become changed in your mind, your habits would change. The fruits of your life would change. And if you would be patient with process, you would see the accumulation of all of these things, all of these positive steps. You would see them fortify new ground, good soil, strong foundation, and you would see a new life be built upon that. That's what we do in our faith when we come to Jesus. We break up the old ground. We put off the old man. We put that that fleshly version of us to death. And we let the spirit arise. And there's a verse that says that we, we should crave that pure spiritual milk as babies when we come to the faith. That we need to recognize that we are in this new territory. Everything's new. We're starting over. We're living a new life. Though you came to Jesus at 35, and though you came to Jesus at 55, and though you came to Jesus at 18, and you've already had experiences, the thing is you're starting over. Everything is new. Your habits have to be new. The way you think has to be new. He's going to lead you in life in the right direction, and it might not look natural to you. It might not feel natural to you, and that's because the flesh and the spirit are clashing. The flesh was producing certain types of fruit in your life, and now the spirit is producing different fruit in your life. You have to yield to the spirit. Though you have the Holy Spirit and you have God's power and presence resting within you, you will still feel your flesh calling forever. Your flesh is still going to be asking you to feed it. And you have to know what's good for you. You have to know what you need. You have to know where you're going and where you want to go. Every step counts. Every step is precious. Don't think for a second that every step isn't precious. Don't underestimate the little things. Don't underestimate the small steps because they're steps. That goes for good or bad. If you're stepping sometimes in evil, you are still accumulating evil habits. If you are stepping sometimes in good, you are accumulating good habits. What is growing in your life right now? Have a look over your life right now. Think about what is growing in your life and is it good for you? Does it need to be there? God has such a plan for you and we can be the blockers of our own destiny. Just like we can determine whether or not we live for him, we have free will. No one has to know God. We get to choose to know him. He knows us perfectly already. We choose Jesus. You choose hell. You choose heaven. It's not all about God sending everyone to hell who is evil. No, you have a choice. You can live for him. And when you live for Jesus, you become new. You become his. You're adopted. It talks about sonship by the spirit. You are his child. That guarantees your spot in heaven. And you can also choose the world. You can choose to never walk after God. And hell is separation from God. It's a very real place. Everything is choices. The ball is in your court. If something is not going right in your life, sometimes you have to look at all of your steps and all of your habits, and this is hard. It's hard to take ownership sometimes. It's hard to believe that we could have steered ourselves so wrong, but there's redemption in this story. You have an advocate. You have Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit 
that can help you, that can help rebuild your life. You have God's plan for you, God's will for you that you can that you can choose to trust, that you can choose to go after, that you can be made new by. Will you trust him today? Every single person listening, I believe in you and I'm thankful for you. I'm praying for you and I'll, I'll pray to end this episode as well. And I'm just believing that God is going to lift you up out of the place you're at right now. And if you already feel lifted up and if you already feel good in your mind and if you already feel strong, then I'm just believing with you that it's going to continue, that you will be made new in your mind, that your mind be fortified, that it not be just a temporary season, that it be your new way of life. And so, Father God, I just lift up every single person who hears my voice right now. I lift up them. I lift up their family, Lord. And I just ask, God, that you will continue to guide them. Guide them closely. Guide them intimately, Lord. Show them the way that is for them. Show them what you have for them. Be there with them, Lord. Father, shine your light on their path. Make them new in their minds. Make them new in their habits, Lord. Lead them to the next step. I know sometimes the whole vision is overwhelming. I know sometimes the goal is too big. The standard is too big. How can I get to this level of Christianity? How can I get to this level of being a, being a good Christian? The standard seems too big. God, show them the step right in front of them. Because as they just step by step by step walk this thing out with you, they will find that place. And so, Lord, help us be committed to process. Help us be committed to the accumulation of these habits and growth, Lord. Help us to have patience in it. Help us to have encouragement in it. And help us to have the right people in the right environments around in order to confidently step in this place. God, I pray for friendships for people who are lonely. I pray for community for people who are struggling alone. And Lord, I just pray that you will continue to show them the way every single day, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. Share this to somebody before you leave this podcast. I know there's at least three people that you know that could be blessed by this podcast. So send it to somebody and, and just send it. Don't you don't even have you don't even have to text them anything. Just send them the podcast and let them figure it out. And they'll be like, oh wow, this is for me. <laughs> let me know on Instagram. Let me know in my email, which is in the bio of this podcast, how this touched you, how this helped you. And we're gonna keep rocking. We're doing weekly podcasts. We're going. I'm going, you're going, we're going. Let's go. Love you. Take care.